Yes, you have to do the intro every time. Fine. You um, have to. That's cool. all great podcasts, or at least the only one I listen to does it. All right. Well, hey, let's let's advertise that podcast instead of our own. Which one is that? Nope, they should be paying us. All right. <laughs> In the meantime, until we find out what that mystery podcast is, <laughs> this is Beer and Bible. I'm Neil, and I'm our Encyclopedia Biblitanica, and yes. this is... Chris, our uh, super high-functioning alcoholic. An official Bible reader. He's pretty stellar at both. I get two uh, titles. Yep. And what are you drinking tonight? Tonight? Uh, Deschutes Fresh Haze IPA. Which, the way I was surprised. I was so fucking stoked I found this thing. Because, so we're getting, you know, if you can't tell here in Southwest Virginia, we're getting into the fall with our 98 degrees today. Fucking record high sweat my ass off all day but anyway um the shoots i found it at a gas station because they start cycling that shit out once you get into fall and bringing all the dark stuff in mm-hmm. which is fine because i love dark beer but um i found like one of the last surviving six packs of this shit and it's great especially with like I like to do like a real fruity ipa and some like smooth bourbon with it you know just like one and the other not like a chaser but you just sip on both of them at the same time the only problem is, like, for some weird reason, it gets you, like, really fucked up. But, weird. That's, but, it, yeah, it, but it's good. It's this good. Is something probably chemically that happens there. I yeah, don't know. it's something. I, mean, I, I think it's an allergy. Yeah. That, Not to be funny. Towards you. Sorry. That no, it's okay. Is that it, a trigger? It is. No. It is not a trigger. <laughs> Are you triggered? But well, we're not supposed to use the word triggered. We're supposed to be used. What? Yeah. Like, that's, like a gun thing? Yep, because like it triggers gun? people. I mean, sorry. It activates I think is the the new activates. phrase they're trying to like to grow. That just sounds like somebody gets horny. Like it could it activates them. Like, yeah. ooh, I'm just ready to like. I'm activated. Maybe I'm just fucked up. I don't know. It's like makes me think of like Power Rangers or something. Activate. We'll go with that. We'll go. I don't know. <laughs> it's gonna be really weird if somebody's like, I feel both ways. Power Rangers, <laughs> like, like horny and Power Rangers. Like, so did I back in middle <laughs> school. Yes, so did I. All right, we are in. Anyway. The book of Matthew, which is one of the four biographies of Woo-hoo! Jesus, and we are in chapter two. It's New Testament. New Testament time. And the shortest part of the Bible. Yeah, the but we're going to extend this thing super long. So uh, we are going to be going very slowly through this biography of Jesus, because a lot of it is we want to get to know what this Matthew, um, this biographer, wrote about Jesus and his take on Jesus and what he wants his audience to know about Jesus. All right. So with that, um, it's, uh, can, it's Christmas time. It is in the New Testament right now. Yeah. So in the beer and Bible land, we are talking about um, the, the jingle, bells. jingle bells. We got to get those background jingle bells. That's that's just too much post production right now. We we need. All right. Fine. 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 I'll just stick with my beer. Hey everybody, uh, get more listeners for us. <laughs> that's what we need. We can we can start pumping in some like audio effects. We'll be like yes. one of those. Fucking terrible, like morning talk shows. Do some farts every once in a while. Just no, it'll just be all jingle bells. That's really That's all. all jingle bells and the occasional and like run the jewels like voiceover, which we'll never be able to afford. All right. So again, tell your friends about this <laughs> and your enemies, and yeah, especially your enemies. All right. In the meantime, we are in uh, chapter two. We are talking about the three wise, uh, three kings or three wise men. If you've ever heard of them, there aren't necessarily three. We don't know how many there actually whoa, are. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What do you mean there weren't three? There are three. Gifts. Every Christmas song, Christmas book, 
and the fucking California raisins and that awesome claymation shit I watched every day growing up in Christmas time. Said there were three. There are three gifts. There's mm. the wise men is just plural. These magi, magi uh, which means magician. That's Ooh, like, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, so they were magicians slash advisors to the king. So imagine if like <laughs> imagine if that was well have a bunch of magicians as the cabinet of the president. That's kind of our whole government. Yep, it's all an illusion, <laughs> yeah. Mike. Uh, we got political on this one, and that's your fault this time. Stop. Just put the politics aside. This is the fucking separation of church and state right here. All right. Right? So the, the Magi, there was no separation of church and state back in the day. So these magicians, and, and there were astronomers slash astrologers, which was all one and the same back in the day. And they came because they thought there was a star, and they went over, and they went to Herod, and they're like, hey, Herod, um, we realized, like, Herod's the king of Palestine at the time, so they go up there and they go, hey, we understand you're the king, so you would know where the new king is born. And Herod's like, oh, shit. Tell me more about this new king that you found. Yeah, like... Fucking worms hanging out of his fucking eye sockets. And then, uh, and they're like, well, it's the star. And he's like, yeah, I totally knew about that star that you're talking about. <laughs> um, but, you know, just so I know, I want you to go find out where this place is and give me, like, an actual address where the star is. I, I already know, but just, I want to see if you can find yeah. it. <laughs> and then and then he actually turns around and asks... Uh, he ends up asking his, like, his cronies who actually studied the the Old Testament to find out more about this. But we're going to get to that yeah. tonight. So let's start in verse 12. All right, all right, all right. Let's do it. Um, uh, there it is. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. But yeah, these this are the, magi- the magicians. The magicians. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they, they end up being like, oh, shoot, this is um, not something we want to we wanna follow. Uh, let's go do is look up at the damn star. Yeah, they can go whatever the fuck route they want, and it's just like I just imagine this thing just like blasting down on Joseph's house all the time. And he's just like looking out the window. He's like, this thing's been around for a while. Like, like what the fuck? Do you think like the the conversation of this whole thing of like they wake up from the dream, like or one of them has a dream. Like, did you have the same dream? Yeah, I did, or whatever. And then they're just like, hey, we're we're gonna go now. And Joseph just Mary's... takes all his clothes off and rolls over the next. Week. No, 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 different dream. No, no. Do you I have mean, the other dream? Yeah, the other dream. Like, but he's like, <laughs> I just imagine like they're, they're like, "Hey, Mary and Joseph, thank you so much for your hospitality. Had yeah. a great time. This was just so wonderful. We appreciate everything. But we're gonna go now, yeah. okay? Like, enjoy the frankincense. Yeah. What that asshole say? <laughs> they said we didn't make any sense. Yeah, it's fucking magicians. <laughs> But uh, yeah, while Joseph like can't see shit because his fucking star is like burning the front door of his house all the time. Yeah, uh, Chris's image is just this giant spotlight yeah. star that's like this house. Well, I think about it because like I, at night I can't sleep right now because we have you know we've got mm-hmm. uh, I have a six month old daughter and like my wife is breastfeeding so like at night I have to and this is relevant it is relevant um no no it's not but anyway I have to wear like her sleeping mask it's like this really pretty like pink and purple swirls all around I'm doing the hand thing. I'm showing you what it looks like with my hair right now but you guys can't see it and it's this really pretty mask that I put on and it blocks out everything just blacks out all of it and and I sleep like a baby but without that like I would I wouldn't be able to function so I just and it's because of the light like she has to have the light on while she's do you know yeah. up and like take care of the baby and it's like this is making me sound like the worst person in the world but like I have to have that thing to sleep so I can yeah. imagine it's like crying baby 
Mary's like doing her thing. She's playing on her phone, breastfeeding, and like Joseph's yeah. just like staring at this fucking star through his window. It's just like God's giving him the finger through it. He's like, yeah. ah, bitch, I got it first. <laughs> like, and that's right. ready to beat his head against the wall. And then he has these three guys that show up that are way loaded. Like, like he's just a little like Joseph Carpenter. <laughs> I didn't even think. And about. then they show up and they're just like, "Hey, here's like here, you know, here's a bunch of money and gold and everything yeah. else." And he's like, "Okay, cool. Like maybe I can not work or whatever." And then he, he uh, and then they stay with them for a while. And then they're just like, "Well, we're gonna go now. Yeah, we're tired oh. of this fucking star, so we're gonna leave. We're gonna leave. So why are you leaving? No reason. No reason. So you think they did? Okay. Because, like, they would have been, like, like God shows them in a dream. Like, they're going to kill you. So, like, they just take off. Yeah. And they're like, we're getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. Well, no part of this. Okay. Well, that's the way around. Yeah. Like, no, Google's telling us this is the fastest route to your home. Yeah. No, we're we're going to take the longer way. There's, like, a... Redirect. There's Redirect. There's traffic. <laughs> All right. And... Uh, Fucking Google. I'm, I'm using Waze next time. All right. Verse 13. When they had gone... An angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up, he said. Take the child and his mother and escape to Egypt. Stay there until I tell you, for Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. What a bunch of fucking assholes. They didn't tell him. Because I'm sitting there thinking, I'm sitting there like, we ain't gotten to it yet, but I'm like, why didn't they just tell him? Be like, hey, dude, somebody's coming to kill you. Y'all need to fuck out. Like, no, they just slip away in the night like some little slimy shitbags. We're just gonna leave you. It's like it's kind of like a really bad Santa Claus. Like here's some gold, here's some frankincense, here's some death spices. They do a smoke cloud, just poof, yeah. And you just see three camels walking off. It's like you guys should have went faster. <laughs> so, and before you ate all my food. So they all disappear, and then you've got the angel of the Lord showing up, which is never a good sign. Anytime the angel of the Lord shows up, either somebody gets pregnant or like some terrible shit happens. Yep. And this is definitely more on the terrible side. Good, I guess. Like, hey. Uh, so Joseph didn't get pregnant. No, that's Joseph, good. That's, like, that's great. That, yeah. That's cool. <laughs> like, Mary, you had the son of God. Now I've got another son of God. Like, yeah. that been, like they could have had a son of God off. Like, Joseph. I don't know. I don't know he tries we're... to pull his mask back down, but he's already dreaming. He's like, shit. <laughs> Can't get away. His sleep mask. So. Yes. See what I did there? Yep. Thank you. I'll be here all week. All right, so uh, Joseph goes, he has the angel of the Lord, shows up, says go to Egypt. And we've talked about this before. Matthew seems to make a little allusion to two different messiahs. Uh, there was an expectation yeah. of um, of a, Joseph, a son of Joseph and a son of David. So in the, uh, in the Tanakh, which is the first part of the Bible, the, uh, if you have a Christian Bible, it'll say Old Testament. If you have a Jewish Bible, it's just the Bible. <laughs> um, and in it you have reference to a suffering servant so some people came up with the idea that this is a uh, the suffering messiah can't be the kingly messiah the one that succeeds and rules so you have the son of joseph who was a slave and a servant and a suffering um character and then you have the king david in there and this is in the history of, of israel uh who was a king so they said okay well son of joseph would be the suffering messiah Son of David would be that. So here hmm. we actually get um, the idea of that Joseph fled to uh, uh, fled to Egypt or was taken out of Palestine and moved to Egypt against his will. Check it out; it's in the first part of the Bible. And then you also have King David somewhere in there. Yeah, you have King David, who in his time uh, he was actually on the lamb from his enemies, and he uh, he was fleeing from enemies. So you see this idea that oh wow, well. Maybe we could swing it either way of of recognizing um, this pattern of fleeing from enemies as well as going to Egypt. 
So Sounds like a lot of criminal activity going on. Yeah. And, um, I mean, just outside looking in. What do you mean? Of, All right, a lot expand. of running from people. Yeah, running from kings, from governments. <laughs> yeah, wonder if Egypt has an extradition law. <laughs> um, Being political. They're, uh, when they go to Egypt, there actually are, I think, uh, about one million Jewish people living there. Uh, there's a community. That's according to Philo, um, that he actually said that. So. Like Moses rolled everybody out a while back, and they're like, you know what? After we've been out here, it's really not so bad. Like, let's go well, chill for a bit. Yeah, I mean, after a while, over and over again, the Jewish people kept getting Once conquered. Once the pyramids were built and everything, and they didn't need all the slaves yeah, anymore. Yeah. Well, they're like, y'all come on back. Vacation here. So got timeshares. <laughs> yes. We're going to go with yes on that one. All right. 13 and 14. <laughs> or, no, 15, 14 15. Sorry. Neil, keep me straight. I've been drinking. Okay. I'm not sure if you're aware of this. <laughs> so he got up, took the child and his mother during the night, and left for Egypt, where he stayed until the death of Herod. And so was fulfilled what the Lord had said through the prophet. Out of Egypt, I called my son. Ooh. Okay. So, yeah, now we're starting to get some prophecies, dropping some uh, dropping some knowledge, a little bit of little quotes Ooh. here and there. Um, so... <laughs> Yeah, the, so he moves to to uh, Egypt where they've got the group of about one million people there. Um, Herod ends up living with his the worms. Worm his king. Yeah, the worm king lives for about one to it's like, like three years, two from, to four. Uh, fucking Nightmare Before Christmas. Like he's just made a worm. That's going to be the best image. Like for the rest of my life, you've changed my <laughs> life, Chris. I'm going to be thinking Oogie Boogie every time I think of Herod. <laughs> Great. Uh, all right. So, um, then this quote is actually from uh, the prophet Hosea. We've mentioned this before. Prophets were the people that spoke on behalf of God, telling the Israel people, Israeli people, stop sucking at life. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is a quote from Hosea 11. Um, and, and this is in the context. So, if I said, she turned me into a newt, what's the response? I got better. Yes. So we like, no one's gonna get that. I hope somebody are, yeah. does. So you quote one thing, and you quote from a famous movie or famous line, and then immediately everybody remembers the entire story. So in the same way, that's what Matthew does. He like throws down one quote, one short line. But these people are familiar with these stories. They've been hearing them for their entire yeah. lives. So they're like, "Oh my goodness, what's going on?" And uh, the context is actually about Exodus. Matthew's like nudging everybody. Eh? Yeah. Eh? yeah. So so it's not like prophecy like expectation yeah he's not talking about things that are happening in the future he's saying that uh in a way he's letting the reader know that jesus is doing the same things that israel did like it's a he is a representation ah. he's saying that thing that happened in the past jesus is doing here too not like that thing that happened in the past was so that we could see that jesus is doing it now uh, it's you. more looking back than it is looking forward it's saying that jesus equals or is represent is a representative of uh, of Israel. Um, so it's actually, this context in Exodus demonstrates God's redeeming love of Israel despite their sins. Um, so out of Egypt, I've called them, I've, I've saved them. So God's preference over Jesus and saying, okay, Jesus was, his son was in Egypt for a while, and then when uh, Herod dies, he's going to pull him, he's going to go back to Israel. Gotcha. And it's this whole favor. So that that's the the illustration, isn't like, Aha, we knew that one day the Messiah would come out of Egypt. That's not what's happening. It's really just saying, hey, remember how God favored 
um, Israel and, and took them out of Egypt, God favors Jesus and pull, pulls him out of uh, Egypt as well. So th- think of it that way. Um, also, uh, the term outstretched arm in this context uh, refers to uh, a great effort that like God is doing great effort. And this is all um, Hebraic Jewish uh, understanding or, or uh, symbolism, poetic imagery. Outstretched arm equals strength, effort. Yeah. Hmm. There you go. Okay. I like it. Yep. All right. All right. Continuing on. So they roll out to Egypt. When Herod, Herod, when Herod, when Herod realized that he had been outwitted by the Magi, he was furious. He gave orders to kill all the boys in Bethlehem and its vicinity who were two years old and under, in accordance with the time he had learned from the Magi. Then what was said through the prophet Jeremiah was fulfilled. A voice heard in Ramah, weeping and great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children and refusing to be comforted because they are no more. Yeah. That's fucked up. Yep. Fucking Worm King gets one last little thing. It sounds like a bloodbath. Like, it, yeah. I mean, uh, well, you would think like that's something that would be like a blip on the radar somewhere of like fucking like, oh yeah, this like, one time back in like Israel, like a million kids were murdered that were all like boys around like two years old. Yeah, we have so much from antiquities. When we're sitting there knowing the population, the Jewish population of Egypt at the time, you would think somebody would write it down. Yeah. Uh, the problem is our Oogie Boogie Worm King Herod is so messed up in the mind. Like, this is not the worst he's done. So they, this is not something they would uh, they would be like, oh, yeah, remember that time we went to a village or a little town and, like, murdered everybody? It's like, eh, oh, okay, that happens all the time. Oh, yeah, um, I guess so, because this is, like, still slightly well i guess it's controlled by Rome, but there's like a little nomadic like there's a lot of shit going down in the countryside yeah there's so many wars you got dickhead running everything and when you look at palestine is even just a uh a partial um province of persia uh even that was even palestine was considered uh a jurisdiction of a jurisdiction so it's it's not the biggest thing. I mean, they always had problems with Palestine. It was considered pretty much the worst place to get assigned to if you had to rule over something. Ugh. They were just the, the biggest problem children. They never obeyed. They didn't listen to Rome at all. Yeah. So um, so what are we thinking, like, body count? Wow. The estimation is about 20. Yeah. So so it doesn't... That's still fucking terrible. But yeah, like, yeah. But that's not, like, hundreds of thousands. I mean, so I guess that wouldn't make sense. Like, if you've got a piece of shit... It's ruling that would like murder his own kids. Yeah, when we start getting up to the three thousands with his sons, that's when we start actually writing it down. Yeah, but twenty is like, oh, this isn't worth the ink. Fucking brutal, dude. How? Yeah, still. So he just kind of talked to the magi, knew what they had said and what their estimations were, and then he just sent people down to Bethlehem and just murdered every one of those two years age gap. It's pretty messed up um the quote is coming out of uh jeremiah 31 so this is another one of those prophets again um they're just talking about matthew plugging in yeah he's like see 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 what's going on here Mm -hmm. and uh that particular verse like what i wanted to make sure that we do uh yeah if you don't mind voice is heard in rama weeping and great mourning rachel rachel weeping for her children refusing to be comforted because they are no more so name drop yeah and so this is uh, Jeremiah, and um, when uh, when they're going through and talking about these things, I, I want to make sure that we know the context, because 
not everybody here is like I've read the book of Jeremiah. I've not. Yeah, so uh, and it's sorry. not like you're you're it, I'm assuming you're probably driving or doing something that's like why I raised important my hand in life. I said that. But you you're probably not going to be like, "Oh, let me find Jeremiah and read everything about it." So this is the context of basically um all of uh all of Israel's been conquered by Babylon. And then they went and they grabbed that top 30%. We've talked about this before with Nehemiah and things like that in our earlier podcast. Mm. They t- take the thirty, the top 30%, 30 percenters. Let's go with that. <laughs> and uh, the, this is the educated, the rich, the wealthy, the, the people in, in charge. And uh, they marched them out and they marched them from Jerusalem. And Ramah is about five miles north of Jerusalem. And it's heading towards where Babylon is. Like, that's the, the way. Yeah. So when Jeremiah is writing this, he's talking about, like uh, where this location is, um, and Rachel, who would have been um, the mother to to uh, uh, to a lot of Israel, mm-hmm. to a lot of the tribes, like she is watching her children. Like you know, she is where her grave oh, was. Oh, gotcha. Her location of her grave would be looking south, and would have been watching like all of her children, her grandchildren, her descendants Ooh. being taken away out of the land that her husband was promised. Mm. Um, Dude, if I was like a dad in that age and like before this stuff happened or like once the prophets were like written down, I'd be like, you know, if my kids are like reading through the Bible or something, I'd be like, don't just gloss over that part of like all the death and destruction and all the bad shit that's going to happen. Just it's all good. go to the Messiah stuff. <laughs> Read the Psalms. Those yeah. are, like, are good. Oh, and they open great. up the one that's like, that was kind of a dick, but he had good lyrics. Yeah. Well, until you get to the parts where it says, and take the baby, my enemy's baby's heads and smash them against rocks. That's a new one. Yeah. I mean, I don't even think ah, Slayer might have done something like that. But Yeah. Yeah. David David has like his metal moments. <laughs> That's where like he went to his producer. And so like, angsty. Yeah. He went to his producer and was like, I wrote this cool song. Like, mm, we're not going to play this. It's not going to sell. We're going to ruin your image, David. <laughs> All right. Um, let's pick it up. Let's go uh, 19 and 20. 19 and 20. After Herod died of worms. Mind yes. <laughs> An angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and said, Get up, take the child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel, for those who were trying to take the child's life are dead. Joseph's just like, shit. Yeah. Okay, this is good news. <laughs> so, and once again, we're, we're talking about that one to three, two to four years, somewhere in that range. I like how it just went to one to three, two to four, instead of going like one to four. Yeah. I don't know why I'm going with that, but <laughs> I think it's because I've heard two different ranges. That's probably what's going in my head. <laughs> so yeah, that's it. Like we're gonna roll back out there. He's already dead. So he totally dodged the bullet on that one. It was like, oh, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. I just pointed at the Bible and and not, like not to be condescending. <laughs> we're never making this lie. <laughs> people can see like me fucking around while you're actually trying to teach people. <laughs> so he got up, took the child and his mother, and went to the land of Israel. But when he heard the Archelaus, Archelaus, yep, was reigning in Judea in place of his father Herod. He was afraid to go there, having been warned in a dream. He withdrew to the district of Galilee. So, 
This Arkham makes Lady. me feel like I should pay more attention to my dreams. I mean, they're really fucked up and like weird, but well, again, the frankincense psychedelics might help with this. I'm not sure if like you just need to. You, you're already going with like the, the sensory deprivation of putting the mask over your face. Let's tell Stacy so, that when I get home. I'm telling you, just do some. What is it? DMT or something? Like they're doing. Yes, like, that's you do the DMT. Thing, yeah. You get into a, a um, put the mask. On. Oh, you the, the water. Water like suspended. The, yeah, yeah. You get into a sensory deprivation tank. Ooh, that would be I have heard some crazy stories. Like about like people going into the spirit realm and all this stuff. Like, oh my god! Yeah, there's some really great podcasts on that stuff. We'll have to hook you guys up with <laughs> podcasts. We're not gonna mention his favorite podcast, but there's some crazy stuff for people like just tripping out and sensory de- deprivation. I didn't know they mixed the DMT with it. Yeah, like well, like certain people are getting it, and uh, oh, like and then hopping in this sense. and then getting <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, they're like, it's like it, no, it, I'm totally straight. Like it's it's medically <laughs> supervised. It's like people who are. Checking into, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so we've gone. Ooh, I'm interested. In yeah. I'm sorry. We've gone <laughs> off on the deep end of, like, how to manufacture crazy dreams. Um, but uh, if anyone does that, contact us and let us know. Yeah. Like, we're interested. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Give us some feedback. We got email. Bible.com. You can touch us any way you want. Yeah. <laughs> or reach out to us. Fuck you, Neil. <laughs> you can reach out to us any way you want. <laughs> Damn it. I thought that was... Anyway. <laughs> Sorry about that. All right. And uh, Archelaus. So Herod's ruling over all of Palestine, and then he dies, and then his sons end up taking over. So Archelaus gets assigned to the southern half of everything, and then Antipas, his other son, gets uh, like located up north. So um, no matter what... They- some crazy names. It's like some hipster stuff. They're like, we're going to give my na- kids way cooler names than I have. Well, Antipas. <laughs> Antipas, which you're gonna have Archelaus and be like, this is Archie. Like I feel like that's gonna be his name, <laughs> yeah. Archie. And then Antipas, what's his name gonna be? Pass or Anti? Anti. Like this is Anti. My Anti. Yeah, I don't know. It's I don't know. I I can't come with good kids' names. They would just be Antipas. Like they didn't have worms though. No. So the, the wormless sons of the of the worm king. Um, you've got uh, Archelaus who is down south. Like he's in where Jerusalem is, which is, again, five miles away from Bethlehem, where Jesus was born. Right. So you got uh, Archelaus down there, and then you have Antipas up north. So you're Joseph, and God just told you, hey, go back. Like, the crazy, like, person who's trying to kill your kid is dead. And you're like, I'm sorry, but aren't his sons, like, now in charge? Aren't they crazy, too? So I've got the new king, and I'm going to take the king back to the place. Like, he's like, Four, five years old at this point, or whatever, and this is like this is not a good situation to be in. And so he's got to figure out where he's going to take this kid. So Archelaus earlier had killed three thousand men who contested his leadership. Good God! So taking a little two-year-old, you and your family, going and like moving down into his area, which is Bethlehem, yeah. where they were, probably not the best move. So they move up north to Galilee, and that's where Antipas is. And uh, you got to think. Galilee is more of like the podunk, like that's what we think of the American South. Gotcha. It's like a couple of big cities, but it's mostly rural. Yeah, and and just the the thoughts of it being different culturally, different, little little more hick. They got the funny accents, just blend in, like go yeah. unseen if you needed to. Yeah. So they move up to uh, that's where we get him going to Nazareth. Ooh. All right, and verse twenty three. Let's wrap this thing up. And he went and lived in a town called Nazareth, 
So was fulfilled what was said through the prophets. He will be called a Nazarene. So many prophets. <laughs> like this is this tonight. Like you see, Matthew is just like dropping all these little quotes, he's putting all the breadcrumbs in there. That yeah. like, like he's trying to make everyone's like, oh yeah, I remember that one. Oh yeah, I know that story. I know that. Sitting story. back reading. Oh shit. Oh shit. I see what he's doing here. Yeah. Oh. And it, it's kind of like um, when you listen to to songs or music. Uh, the day the music died, American Pie. Like when you listen to American Pie, it's references to all kinds of different things that are in American culture and what's going on. Um, so it's, it's these little hints. Uh, whether you're referencing a book or another song, uh, you just keep saying all these things. So um, that's kind of what what he's doing. He's trying to get his readers to think further than what he's just writing. He's implying more than he's writing. Um, Nazareth uh, proper. This actually means he's probably going to have more contact with Gentiles. Um, it had a more of a guttural sound to the, the way they spoke, and it was like hillbilly speak. Um, they're not going to be as meticulous in their observance of the Torah. Some of their, their practices are not going to be considered as proper um, or as strict. Uh, I would dare say that um, they, would, they might have their own strictness or their own uh, ways of living out this Jewish faith. Hmm. So that's a little different. Um, there's, uh, the, the word Nazareth actually means branch. Uh, we uh, where they're pulling this from is the prophets. There's actually not really a specific prophet. He's just kind of referring to a bunch of prophets, like as those guys say, and that's <laughs> it. Like you just the prophets. So that's kind of what we got there. So we're setting it up. So Jesus is out. Yeah, they've already like dodged death, dipped out of the country. They come back to some more crazy shit, and now they're just floating under the radar mm-hmm. until. The king's ready. And so we've got, and yeah, and we've got, uh, this is where the whole phrase, Jesus of Nazareth is. Not Jesus of, G- of Egypt, not Jesus of Bethlehem, but this is where he's going to grow up and like be raised up is in Nazareth. Um, I do want to talk about this. This is something interesting is that you see a, uh, a pattern in this particular story we talked about tonight, as well as the story of Exodus um, that uh, you can either watch on VHS if you can get a hold of the Prince of Egypt <laughs> um, or if you can find uh, Ten Commandments. Anyways. I think they buried that. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of these. Um, you have the slaughter of children, of all uh, of male children. So oh, of course, in, in of course. the story of Exodus, uh, the um, the Pharaoh says, kill all the male children and don't let the, like, the kids be, as soon as they were born, kill them off. And in this one, we have uh, Herod killing off all the kids. You have the flight of, of Moses. Uh, he leaves out of Egypt. We also have uh, Mary... Joseph and Jesus going out of the land. Um, we have Israel being delivered at night. Joseph, Mary, and Jesus uh, go to G- go to Egypt at night when they're escaping their Pharaoh or their king. Sorry, not the king. Uh, <laughs> Moses returns after the death of Pharaoh, and so we have Joseph, Mary, and Jesus returning after the death of Herod. Um, and for uh, in the the phrase in Exodus four nineteen is uh, for all those who sought your life have died. For those who sought the child's life are dead in Matthew 2.20. Uh, 20. So we see, again, what is Matthew trying to do? He is trying to paint a picture of, of Jesus equating to Israel or to Moses. It could be this whole thing of just how do we make Jesus look like uh, this, the, this historical figure that is the foundation of, um, of, the Jew, of Judaism? Mm-hmm. We want Jesus to mimic or mirror those things. So you just keep seeing all of these correlations. Um, Matthew's not not just in his quotes, but in his structure and in his storytelling, 
is uh, trying to communicate this idea to his audience. All right. That's beer and Bible. <laughs> that's Jesus. That's more Jesus. Jesus statue. Well, not really. We're getting to Jesus. Jesus is in it. Yeah. This is more Joseph making moves right now. Yeah. But we're working on it. Jesus is coming for you. Jesus is coming for you. <laughs> that's way different than what church says, right? Yeah, I think so. All well, right. We love you. Yeah. So and we'll catch you next time. <laughs> thanks for listening. See you guys.